that's really impacted the beverage industry over the last few years has been the sugar levy. And yeah. Corson has taken a different approach to a lot of other brands. How have you seen the impact of the sugar levy on other brands, Corston? What are your thoughts about it? So, yeah, this this came in, I want to say, 2017. Um, we, at the time, at Corston, had um, a fruit-based drink, but it had some sugar in it as well. Um, now, for those who don't know exactly what the sugar levy is, it's any drink that's above 5% sugar needs has a, a 18p per litre um, tax on it. Anything above 8%, has 24 people eater. Mm. Now, when you put that into the, the the economics of it, it basically you have to put the cost up of the, the, the drink. And mm. the only one that remained so uh, was Coke, like what I call proper Coke, what a lot of people call red Coke. Um, but you, people will have noticed, who, people who buy it will have noticed that the price went up. They passed on that price. But what we didn't realise at the time was what was going to happen. So we looked at keeping it the same, which was a blend of sugar and uh, and juice and uh, paying the sugar levy because we were between this five and eight percent sugar. And the point is, is that with the sugar levy, even if you have one grain of sugar and your uh, total sugars were above five percent, you'd have to pay this sugar levy. Mm. So it didn't matter if it was only a small amount. Anyway, um, so we um, looked at that. Uh, we looked at uh, taking uh, all the sugar out and replacing with just juice to sweeten. Because once you, if you're just juice, then you can go above that 5% and you don't have to pay the sugar level. Mm -hmm. And then we also looked at sweeteners, as we've just talked about, because there are not just sweeteners, but things called sweetness modulators, which are based on stevia, but you can put down as a, a, a natural flavoring. And I was told they don't really have an aftertaste and, and actually it might work quite well. And so we could use those and sugar below 5%. We'd have something that you know, was was something that was more than satisfactory to us. Anyway, went through the whole trials of these, the sweetness modulator, surprise, surprise, it really tastes of stevia. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I was, I was a solder, not a lie, but uh, something that was a bit over the top there. Um, and we decided to go down the route of just sweeten with apple juice. Um, so it was quite a switch because although we already had apple juice, when you go from part apple juice to full, it's quite a flavour change. So I had to then adjust all the recipes accordingly because apple obviously has its own flavouring. You've got to overlay that flavour. It's not a bad flavour, but you need to balance those flavours. Yeah. So we we relaunched with this and expecting some people to go to, down the route of sweeteners. Sweeteners are much cheaper, but they do have an aftertaste. And there's a lot of us, including us two, who don't like the taste, aftertaste of, of sweeteners, whether it's a stevia, which is the only natural one allowed in the UK, or the likes of sucralose or aspartame or uh, ACK or whatever. Um, but what turned out, apart from Coke, that they all, apart from a few of the very premium ones in glass, went down the route of um, adding some sort of sweetener, often stevia. So you can name any brand, and it's not, I don't want to be poo-pooing any brands but sure. really was you know you can't find any drinks out there really now apart from red coke and like i say some of the more premium ones in, in, in glass that will that are just sweetened with sugar and the other thing that i wanted to cover here really is about sweetness so mm. people think of calories and how much sugar is in it but when you have something that might have less than five percent sugars but uh has been also has some added sweetener 
the thing is they're really trying to hit the old sweetness level and the old sweetness level is similar to coke and as yeah. we've talked about a lot before coke is about 10.6 percent sugar that was not that was quite average for most drinks and it was actually the likes of the old old jamaica mm. <laughs> pre-sugar level which was back in well when i was a kid at least it was up to 16 percent. now it came down Sooner, but it was always ginger beers that were the sweetest ones, really, because that sugar seasons the ginger and, sure. and it works together. But yeah, it was a surprise. We we came out of it, and I think it had two sort of things. Our raw materials in our drinks are far more expensive than anyone else. They're the best quality. You're paying. You're getting a bargain essentially, uh, because you're getting not from concentrate juice, but apple to sweeten plus others. Um, you're getting natural flavorings, often extracts, which are 100 from that fruit and sparkling water whereas with others you've got from concentrate juices you've got uh sweeteners you've got sugar which is cheap and you've got other things to replicate the texture in the mouth sometimes so you you know because you put a sweetener in well you're losing that that body that sugar gives you so what we've ended up with i think is a, a drink that is is a really premium product um and more premium than anyone else in the category really for that reason mm. um especially in cans so I think it's good, but it does cost us money. And we, what we've got to convince people as a brand is it's worth paying more for because yep. they're getting much better ingredients for that, that money. Yeah.